Everyone wants the best for their kids, and nothing makes a parent prouder than to see their kids succeed. Everyone also hates a cheater. It doesn't seem to matter the endeavor. You get added to the shit list of America if you cheat to gain an advantage on others who play fair. Just ask Lance Armstrong. Look, slip in an extra hotel on the Baltic Avenue in Monopoly after about six beers at your family's holiday party isn't going to make the news. But the recent headline-grabbing college cheating scandal, however, has an elitist stink to it. I can't help but continue to read the stories, watch the events unfold, and unfortunately just shake my head after checking out the photos of Aunt Becky walking out of a courthouse with her team of lawyers. Class is in session. Enjoy this. All right, guys, we are starting to learn more and more about the college cheating scandal that's been going around. Have you guys been keeping up with this at all much? Loosely. I mean, not yeah, heavily a little bit, invested, yeah. but I've seen it where Aunt Becky's getting tossed around and the you know, <laughs> <laughs> getting, getting tossed around in the prison. The ring a little bit. You know? Yeah. So you guys know I have a, an unfortunately a bad habit of being drawn to garbage TV and uh, <laughs> it's celebrity crap news. So this one caught my eye pretty early on. So they called it Operation Varsity Blues. Yeah, I was I laughing that, about yeah. that. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And you had, I mean, like, yeah, it's very secretive. Isn't it, though? <laughs> yeah. Uh, had a desperate housewife and Aunt Becky from Full House, front and center, and all the headlines. So definitely caught my attention when you see stuff like that. I grew up a Full House kid. Oh, uh, yeah. So did I. I. I definitely watched a lot of Full House, and then uh, it's impossible to watch going back. It's awful. It's an oh, awful show. Cut it out. Oh, I mean, you I can't saw go back him. to it. Yeah, saw, you saw Dave Coulier. Yeah. And I can't believe that we you left. Yeah, was, that's how bad terrible. it was. What? We left. Like, you three. saw a performance of his? Dave and- Coulier. Saw him live. Yeah. Cut it out. Randy and his thing. wife went and saw Dave Coulier. I remember this because you came back, and I remember you were like, we're going to go see Dave Coulier, and I was like, ugh. And then you came back, and you're like, we left. I was like, yeah, that sounds about right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, good. man. That yeah. wasn't uh, good. Oh, that's horrible. And I saw Bob Saget, but in knowing me, that's the thing. I, I'm sure he has a good comedy special. I'll too. be honest. I saw Bob Saget at the Tabernacle. Uh, this is probably... 12, 13 years ago, right when he was like getting big again and was like, oh, look how dirty I can be. Right. And it felt very forced where I was like, I get yeah. it. Like it, it felt like he was over the top, like watch how filthy I can be so I can escape from the Danny Tanner stank. Yeah. And so. Dave Coulier had no cussing. Yeah, which is he does he has a totally clean set, which is okay. If it's, it's funny, really funny, but yeah. it's just not funny. Nah. Yeah, and I, I remember seeing Bob Saget start to pop up on Entourage back in like the early 2000s yeah. or so. Bob Saget was an, originally a very blue comic. Like, he was very dirty even before he got that gig. Really? Yeah, they actually were talking about how they used to have to rush the kids off set in between cuts because, like, as soon as they would call cut, all, like, the males on the show would just start telling crude jokes and, you know, like, they had to rush the little kids off so they wouldn't hear anything <laughs> yeah. too much. They had the, um, there was that documentary on that joke, The Aristocrats, back in the day. And this is uh, the a, whole joke. Yeah, it's yeah. a famous joke comedians tell each other just to see how filthy and awful they can get. And of course, he was on there, and his was just, I mean, it made me blush. I was like, <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> yeah. Nice. So the scandal goes something like this. According to an NBC News article, the alleged scam aimed to get students admitted to elite universities as recruited athletes, even if they didn't play sports, and help students cheat on or outsource their standardized college exams. Some of the parents spent anywhere from 200000 up to $6.5 million 
to ensure their children received guaranteed admission to the schools of their choice. Did they say which one was 6.5 million? They didn't break that down. No, okay. they, they gave some numbers on a few of the people that you've heard about. Yeah. But, um, cause I feel like 6.5 million should get your kid into any fucking school without having to cheat. I mean, you can make your own school at that yeah, point. Yeah. Well, yeah. You just get yeah. one of those dorm wings that's <laughs> yeah, named after exactly, your family. Yeah. Right. So, uh, prosecutors said the person who orchestrated the scam was a guy by the name of Rick Singer. He was the founder of a company called the Edge College and Career Network, LLC, also known as The Key, based in Newport Beach, California. Okay. So Singer has admitted flat out, told the judge, he's the absolute mastermind behind it all. Uh-huh. He made the payments to everybody involved. He did all the dirty work, and then he rolled on everybody. Yeah. yeah he's been very forthcoming in his uh, testimony. Yeah, because um, he's trying to get time cut off. You oh, know? yeah. But he's still, he's still looking at like 65 years or something like that. Yeah. yeah. They must have told him something real bad. Like, we're going to split your butthole open if you don't plead guilty. Because, <laughs> I mean, like, you're like 60 years, you're already dead, dude. Yeah. No. It must have been something real bad. Yeah. So everything was going according to plan. But according to Wikipedia, authorities became aware of the scheme around April 2018 when Los Angeles businessman Maury Tobin, who was under investigation in an unrelated case for an alleged pump and dump conspiracy and securities fraud, uh-huh. offered information in exchange for leniency in the previously existing unrelated case. Yeah. So uh, this guy was an alumnus of Yale and he told the authorities that the Yale women's soccer coach, Rudy Meredith, asked him for $450,000 in exchange for helping his youngest daughter gain admission to the school. As a part of the cooperation with the FBI, Tobin wore a bug while talking to Meredith in a Boston hotel, April 12, 2018, and Meredith subsequently agreed to cooperate with the authorities and led them straight to Rick Singer. Okay, so let me ask you this question. So the guy was already a Yale graduate? Correct. And he was trying to get his daughter into Yale? And was going to pay half a million dollars to do that? Like, is the girl brain dead? Because the, co- that, the coach went to the guy. Yeah. Yeah. Because I'm saying, I'll get her in. I'm thinking like the legacy status of those schools, anyways. Like, if your parents get in, you almost get like first option into those schools generally. You so think. yeah, it's a like legacy. I said, was his daughter like brain dead? Was she? <laughs> she needed some help, obviously. Yeah, half a mil. You're like, geez, dude. So who did Singer know and what did he offer to people that would have them agree to pay some crazy amounts of money to get their kids into the school of their choice? It almost seemed like a menu of options are available to people with all kinds of different budgets. What major university do you need your underachieving self-entitled punk kid to get into? Unfortunately, that's what a lot of people think about the young adults involved, but the kids getting into these schools apparently knew little to nothing about what was going on in the application process, and none of the students have been charged with any wrongdoing yet. Yeah, I actually believe that, though, because you don't want to tell your kid, like, hey, dumbass, here's the deal. Yeah. You ain't worth a fuck, but, you know, you're my kid, so I'm going to (laughs) go ahead and work this cheat scam out for you, and you can be real proud of yourself. No, it was like, here's your letter. Congratulations, you you made it. We're so proud of you, retard. We've been watching you since day one. (laughs) So it's definitely worth noting the schools named in the Varsity Blues investigation. Mm Mm-hmm. Georgetown University, Stanford University, Yale, University of California, Los Angeles, UCLA, University of San Diego, University of Southern California, USC, University of Texas, and Wake Forest, according to federal prosecutors. And Cincinnati Clam College. Forgot about Cincinnati (laughs) Clam College. With the esteemed graduate Homer Simpson. (laughs) Yes. So, what is it you're looking for, Mr. or Mrs. Rich Person? I can get your kid more time to take the ACT or SAT test by filing false reports showing a learning disability. It'll entitle your kid to more time on the test. Wait a second. Oh, yeah. That doesn't 
Okay. That All seems right. to negate the whole, like, yeah. getting them into these schools, Sing- right? Singer said he could obtain a falsified disability report from a psychologist for four to 5000 bucks. That's not much, I guess. Well, okay. All right. Yeah. I mean, that... So you prove a learning disability to get yourself more time on the test. So then what do you tell your these Ivy League schools? Well, it gets a little bit better. Then what do you you tell your kid, though? Because like I said, they don't know. They're like, hey, don't worry, buddy. We got your uh, test postponed. Well, how'd you do that? Uh, We said that uh, you're dyslexic and an idiot. (laughs) (laughs) Or you have option two. Don't worry, you'll do great. Yeah. (laughs) Or you have option two. Uh, Just have my Harvard alum buddy, Mark Riddell, just take the test for you. He's a smart guy. I'm sure he'll get the score they'll need. Riddell was paid about $10,000 each time he fraudulently took an SAT or ACT in place of a student. He had been working for Singer since 2012. So they had a stand-in Harvard alum taking... He scored the same score every single time. (laughs) I guarantee you it'll be a 12.45. Guaranteed. Every time. I've taken it like... Ten times this year. <laughs> One time they said he needed to get like a 35 out of 36 on the ACT, and he got it. Okay. Yeah, he's not a, not a dumb guy. Well, no, you got to send, yeah, send in the Bush League guy. Yeah. Hey, I got this guy who works at Hardee's, man. Uh, he's willing to do it for like 50 bucks. What do you want to say? It wasn't immediately clear exactly how many tests Riddell took, but prosecutors are seeking to recover almost $450,000 in forfeiture. Riddell faces two criminal counts for conspiracy to commit mail fraud and money laundering, it was indefinitely suspended from his job as director of college exam preparation at Florida Prep School IMG Academy. Yeah. And if you don't know about IMG Academy, it is a big, big time prep school for upcoming like future NBA players. A lot of high level basketball players, baseball players go to IMG. Okay. It's like oh, wow. the, the school in Florida, the prep school. Singer claims to have helped about 761 families side door into universities. In some cases, he would have the parents arrange fake travel arrangements or create false family emergencies to have the students show as eligible to take the test at a different facility than they normally would. If they got this accomplished, Singer could control the whole testing process himself. He had an entire web of accomplices in the university system from coaches to higher-ups in the athletic departments, as well as the aforementioned test takers and psychologists. So, I'm sure everyone wants to know... What Lori Laughlin, a.k.a. Aunt Becky, is being accused of. This is what's interesting to me is, to me, she's she's like a D-list celebrity. Like, I'm like, oh, it's that lady from Full House from a show I watched like 20 years ago. Hallmark Channel, bro. I know, oh, I know, I know. I saw that. In. Actually, I was, I was looking at it today. I was looking at her filmography, and it was, yeah, Hallmark Channel, Hallmark Channel, like, and oh my God, yeah, it's such a, um, I can't believe people watch those movies. But. Oh, her and Candace Cameron Bure. Oh man, they light up the Hallmark. Light it up. She is Candace Cameron is all over that show. Oh yeah, they only make Christmas movies about like widows that meet new guys that fuck one over and over. That's exactly right. Dude's got like a Duraflame log for a dick, (laughs) and then they show up, and then they they adopt all their kids, and they fall in love for forever. And then it snows outside. Snows outside. Santa goes over the top of the house. Yeah. So do you guys ever remember the old NHL? He was a superstar, Pavel Bure. Yeah, of course. No, that's her husband. That makes sense. Candace Cameron Bure. That's yeah. Speaking uh, of which, uh, Wayne Gretzky's daughter. Wow. Yeah. All right. We, you know. Anyways, <laughs> <laughs> hockey players. You know, Mar- Mario Lemieux's mullet. That's all I'm saying. Laughlin and her fashion designer husband Massimo Giannulli. That's yeah. Massimo from the clothes that's we used to wear in the '90s. Yep, Massimo clothing Mas- line. Yeah. So think back to the times of Ed Hardy and Affliction shirts. Massimo was just before that. The '90s. Yeah. Maybe you had to have a Massimo shirt. Oh, without a doubt. 
Man. Kind of a skater vibe to it a little bit. Yeah, yeah, it was a little bit more cutting edge. It was. Uh, now it's all over Walmart, I believe. I think at one point it was in Target. God, okay. They really are 90s royalty, the two of them. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And, and apparently the money carried over because uh, they are accused of agreeing to pay bribes totaling $500,000 to bolster their two daughters' chances of gaining admission to USC, Southern California, according to court papers. In a Washington Post article, it read that the indictment against the couple alleged that they disguised the money as a donation to the Key Worldwide Foundation, Singer's shell company, essentially, Mm -hmm. in order uh, that the University of Southern California's admissions committee will be led to believe that their two daughters would be joining the school's women's rowing team if admitted, when in fact, neither young woman had ever trained in the sport and had no plans to do so. So, did they compete? Not at all. No. no. They just got uniforms and got the... No, they, not even that. Oh, okay. They just oh, paid them and told them. I was going to say, man, if I was a legit rower and this bitch showed up, I, I'd be furious. I'd be... So what would they do? Would they just like get kicked off of the team before the year started essentially, or something like that? Or? What they found in some of the other stories is the coaches essentially were holding scholarship spots and offering to people with no talent. And they weren't really technically on the team. They just held a spot open and would get them into the school and say they would be on the row team or the crew team or... Yeah. whatever it may be and the coaches are getting paid there's a couple of coaches we'll talk about get fired and kind of how the money worked its way in the schools themselves haven't shown to have any kind of culpability in it uh-huh. it's just the people working at the schools getting their palms greased right um and, and working their magic i was about to say i was like they like ruining the dreams of some inner city kid but i don't think they have any rowing teams on <laughs> but i mean there was also soccer teams that were involved oh, yeah, certainly, in this certainly. and uh, other oh, yeah. sports you're ruining well, my so. joke buddy that's, yeah. <laughs> that's what i do <laughs> So Laughlin and her husband, Giannulli, have pled not guilty, and their trial is set to begin October 5th, 2020. So is he? he's implicated as well. Like, is he getting criminal time? Here's or the what? other thing is, it seems like it is all just the moms. Yeah, that's There's what I was... a lot of... The, like, William H. Macy and Felicity Huffman, mm-hmm. he wasn't even named. He had he knew nothing about it, apparently. Yeah. And had gotten no trouble. And Massimo's kind of the same way. They say he doesn't... He may have known about it, but she was the one kind of... I mean, in I all know, fairness... How do you move around $500,000 and like have right no. they had i'm sure they had like some idea or whatever but also at the same time because i know with like my wife and my son i have no clue what's going on at school, <laughs> you know <what> I'm <laughs> she's like hey, my son's like is it gym day i'm like ask your mom i have no clue i don't know i'm taking you to school and that's all i know you will get there by 8 15 yeah. all right that's it i'm paying extra i'm paying half a million dollars to get the father of the year award <laughs> They have pled not guilty to charges of conspiracy to commit money laundering, conspiracy to fraudulently transfer funds, and conspiracy to commit bribery. Deadline reports that the 54-year-old actress has been fired from the Hallmark Channel and from Netflix's upcoming fifth and final season of Fuller House. Lost that Hallmark money, bitch. And it's probably doing pretty good for her. Yep. Don't worry. They still got that Target t-shirt money, baby. That's right. Massimo money. Oh, man. So, as I just mentioned, another name you may recognize was involved was uh, Desperate Housewives cast member Felicity Huffman. That's right. Okay. That was just funny to me because every time I hear that, they always lead in with William H. Macy's wife. Yeah. And I'm like, that's got to suck for you because like she has a pretty good career herself or whatever. But oh, yeah. everything I've seen is always like, it's William H. Macy's wife. That's how you know who she is. <laughs> and what's his show that he's on? Shameless. Shameless, yeah. yeah. And yeah. See, that's the problem that I have with William H. Macy is I can't see him anybody else than, than Frank. the Frank from see, Shameless. I always see him as the car salesman in Fargo. Oh, yeah. 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 Oh, yeah. yeah. Great actor. He's he's a great actor. Guy. Or Little Bill in my favorite movie of all time, Boogie Nights. Boogie Nights, yeah. <laughs> yes. I, Little Bill 
got fucked yeah, up. Yeah, he did. The guy there with her cocking her ass. And I don't know. <laughs> Poor guy blew his head off after he killed him. But I felt so bad. Oh man, he's, there's guy there balling my wife out down there, and you're trying to have this conversation about the film. <laughs> God, that's such a good movie. So Huffman was accused of paying fifteen thousand dollars disguised as a charitable donation to the Key Worldwide Foundation, so her oldest daughter could participate in the scam. Confidential informant told investigators that he advised Huffman that he could arrange for a third party to correct her daughter's answers on the SAT after she took it. She ended up scoring a 1420, 400 points higher than she had gotten on a PSAT taken earlier that year, according to court documents. Fucking red Ooh. flag, dude. Yeah. And I really studied even... for this. <laughs> Did the Jesse from Saved by the Bell. Oh, I'm God. so excited. I'm so scared, Zach. <laughs> no, no, hold on, though, because I'm like, it's, it's, it doesn't even do it justice to say 400 points. Let's go, like, percentage points, right? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> she, like, literally lifted her score by, like, almost 50 or, like, 40%. <laughs> yeah. You know, you're just like, wait a second here. So I also read that she paid the $15,000 just for extra time for her daughter to take the test. So I guess it's kind of up in the air exactly what was said. Hey, um, man, you give them extra time, they're not scoring 400 extra nah. fucking points. Yeah, but no. So the difference with Huffman and, and Becky is that Huffman's already pled guilty and served her her jail time. Yeah. She did 11 days out of a 14-day sentence in a California federal prison. Yeah, yeah. she owned up to it yep. and served her time real Because Macy was like, look, let's get the shit out of the news, okay? Yeah. <laughs> Showtime's all over my ass, yeah. all right? I can't have this. <laughs> Mossimo don't care anyways. He's like, dude, I've already sold out my dream to Walmart. Okay. <laughs> How much money do we have to throw at this now? Yeah. Right. So others that have been accused in the scandal range from investment bankers to CEOs to the heiress of the hot pocket fortune. Yeah. Well, through a couple of these names, most are unknown, but I'll tell you what they do and kind of what kind of pull they have. Gamal Aziz, he pled not guilty. Former president and COO of Wynn Resorts and the former CEO of MGM Resorts International. Mm -hmm. Douglas Hodge, who so far has gotten the heaviest jail sentence. He was sentenced to nine months for getting his son and two daughters into USC. He was the former CEO of an investment company called PIMCO. Oh, PIMCO's fucking huge, Yeah, bro. yeah. PIMCO's massive. Yep. Augustine Hunias Jr., he got sentenced. He also pled guilty getting his daughter into USC. A Napa Valley vineyard owner. Got five months in prison and 500 hours of community service and a hundred thousand dollar fine. Like SC is a good school, but fuck, man, really? Like, dude, if you're struggling, is it really that hard to get into? That's what I'm wondering. I mean, I don't know. Maybe I'm wrong, but it seemed like you know back in the day, it was just, just it's like a state school. It was a good state school, that is, right? But yeah, I don't know. And then you have Manuel Henriquez. Uh, he pled guilty to getting his daughter into Georgetown. He's a Hercules Capital founder, and he resigned as the chairman and CEO of Hercules, the investment company. Hercules. Don't and, know much about them. Yeah. And then one other name, Jane Buckingham. Again, don't know much of these people, but she is a marketing executive and self-help book author. She played oh, guilty. I hate her already. A single <laughs> conspiracy, commits mail fraud, sentenced to 21 days in prison, one year supervised release and a $40,000 fine. Hmm. Yeah. A lot of them are getting that supervised release. Like yeah. One year or two years supervised yeah. release. They're not Which serving means, a lot of time in jail. Yeah. They're, they're, a lot of them are having to quit their jobs. I mean, when you really like sort of juxtapose it with the things that occur to other people that get like years of prison time for bullshit, like stealing like a hundred bucks from like a, I don't know. You know, it's just, it's crazy. It's crazy to me, man. Yeah. There's it's like the, obviously the, 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 the justice system is very different for these wealthy people. No, and that's exactly right. I think the shitty well, part what, is the, the kids that kind of work hard to get themselves in these positions. And then get screwed out of spots because there's other people have more money or more power than they're absolutely. That is actually the travesty of the whole thing, man. Is there's a, a bunch of kids out there that didn't get 
And we talked about this before was like uh, with Masterpiece Kid, Little Romeo getting a starting spot at, at USC again yep. as a point guard or whatever. The kid wasn't very good and they worked it out. And if anybody could afford tuition at USC for their kid, it would have been Master P, man. Yeah. And uh, yeah, it's just it's so unbelievably selfish, dude. Yeah. So there have already been multiple lawsuits filed against the schools and those involved including one for $500 billion. Wait, what? Ooh. Run that back again. Yep. Including one for $500 billion. Yep. <laughs> Jennifer K. Toy, who said she was a single mother and a teacher near Oakland, California, filed a lawsuit for $500 billion. She filed that shit herself, man. Yeah, half, she did. Half a trillion dollars against 45 of the 50 people named in the federal lawsuit earlier this week. The lawsuit included famed actress Felicity Huffman and Lori Laughlin. So, with most of those pleading not guilty or coming to an agreement, the trials are set for this upcoming year, so stay tuned. All right, guys. That's what I had for the college cheating scandal. Okay. That's interesting, man. The thing that uh, interests me the most is, like, why is this such a big story, right? Like, it's this convergence of, like, celebrity and college. It's, it's stuff that everybody's familiar with and also feels like uh, it's another case of, Feeling like the wealthier, like cheating, oh, absolutely, good, normal the- middle class people out of uh, any chance of getting ahead in life or whatever. But it really is interesting to me that it's such a huge. I mean, it's it's a big deal. Don't get me wrong. I'm not saying it's not, and I feel horrible for these kids that, that got screwed out of it. But it is amazing that it's such a big deal when the biggest celebrity is some chick from Full House, man. I. Yeah, it's like they're kind of like scratching, trying to find something to fill in this little gap right now. But, but it's working because, I mean, people are paying attention, I oh, guess. Well, that, right? it's, it's big schools or big, big time schools it's that have huge schools. alumni bases, mm-hmm. lots of money, lots of people that care about what's yeah. going on. Like I said with me, I the, the trash TV, like, ooh, celebrity in trouble. <laughs> At least, <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, that's what they're talking about. They're basically saying that they don't want. There's not two different kind of application processes for college. It should all be just one. Right. Not those with money and those without. And that's kind of what they're taking advantage of right now. But on the flip side, I've heard some of the prosecutors saying that there's also not two justice systems as well. So they're going to try and hold them, hold their feet to the fire to try and at least, you know. But there obviously is when you look at the sentencing. Oh, that's what the problem is. is. You know, they can sit there all day. Oh, no, no, we we, we did this. But like I said, I can give you not off the top of my head, but I mean. You know, it's easy to look up cases where you see people with like egregious sentencing, very minor things that are doing years in prison. There was one lady and I don't even know, like, don't quote me on this, but the ladies, one lady serving uh, years in prison for registering to vote before she knew that she was eligible to like there's some cases like this huh. that, that that occur. And you're just like, OK, so these people are uh, just completely just selfish. Like, like I said, the guy was a Yale legacy case and he has to like cheat to get his daughter in or was asked to cheat to get his daughter in. so there was one story i thought you guys would find funny um one of the guys that is being accused already pled guilty can't remember had his oldest son posing as a kicker trying to get into one of these schools as you know on the football team okay no place kicker oh place kicker yeah so the the biggest problem though is his high school didn't have a football team so they physically <laughs> physically photoshopped this kid's head in this like a uh-huh. I think a, I heard a Photoshop story. Oh of, wow! To send in with the picture in the application. College admissions, man. You figure they would do. A, I guess they're getting a lot of admissions in, but you're like, who's really regulating that? Yeah, I mean, Ivy I mean? League school, you'd have the like the cream of the crop. They're like, hey, right. we can't let these people in that are lying. But I, I do. I don't know, man. It's just such a weird thing. It's and I think any organized system that you have, you're gonna have people that try to like work the system over or whatever. Of you know? course. So. 
this stuff occurs and it's unfortunate. And I think this is probably just like scratching the surface of the sort of stuff that goes down. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. I'm oh, sure yeah. there's been donations for placement for forever. Yeah, well, you know that mean? was like, one of the things I was listening to when they were talking about how Jared Kushner had gotten into Harvard was that at the same time, you know, his his father ended up going to prison um, for it was uh, a crazy scandal or whatever where he got his his sister's husband like got him a prostitute and then he was trying to like blackmail him or something like that he ended up going to prison for, but they were super wealthy and uh he actually the, the argument is now i'm not saying this is the case i'm just saying this is what the argument is is that he got right before jerry kushner got to harvard is that he had donated like five million dollars or a massive amount of money to harvard and to their endowment and all of a sudden he gets cleared in but uh, they were saying like his grades didn't make sense and even like the teachers that he had dealt with before were like, this doesn't make any sense. Huh. And I think this happens on a large scale. And I'm not just picking on like Jared Kushner. It just was one that comes to mind because I, I think, like I said, the wealthy deal in a different world than average people do. And they have a lot of access to things like this. And and that's what it is. You can stroke a check all yeah, day. Sure. Like I said, I mean, Epstein was stroking checks constantly to Harvard and MIT and stuff like that. And yep. they this was after the fact. They knew what the score was. They right. they were OK to take the money, man. Yep. Yep. Gotta so. keep that endowment alive. Yeah, and it's already like, I mean, it's a massive endowment, <laughs> yeah. you know. But I don't know, man. I, I guess that, that's a, one thing that makes the story interesting to me is that it is an uh, like expose on you know class differences and how it shows. Dude, these guys are living a different lifestyle than yeah. everybody oh, else. Yeah, one hundred percent, absolutely. You know? and I almost feel bad for the kids that are involved, and I, I mean, obviously the kids that got screwed out of scholarships, but even like the kids that were in there because now it's just an embarrassment oh yeah Shame i mean even Lori laughlin's uh child she had a couple like makeup contracts sephora and, was a yeah, big sephora one yeah was one of her contracts Trust she me. had like a youtube channel yeah that uh, a lot of it just ended up getting shut down contracts getting canceled mm-hmm. and you know if she's really just innocent uh, an innocent bystander i mean on one hand it's hard to oh boohoo cry for yeah, her yeah. because you know oh what does she not have enough money already with her yeah, parents yeah. and all that on the same side she's just a person who's trying to make her way through the world yeah right. and she's, if she she's really collateral have damage any, yeah exactly yeah. That's, uh, that's not too cool no. unless she's a bitch <laughs> <laughs> maybe she is i don't know her she's pretty nice olivia jade okay. has, has a lot of youtube followers well, yeah, I mean, all those YouTube people are super nice. <laughs> <laughs> you can see it in their videos. I had that one guy that found that body in the in the Japanese forest and was oh, so sad about name? it, man. Yeah, but there was a lot Logan of Logan Paul, and he's uh, he's involved himself in the boxing world now too, which is really just super irritating to me. Is but, that that guy, the blonde yeah, guy? Yeah, yeah, he found the body and stuff like that. But dude, look, I mean, he's got to be nice. He's got a YouTube channel and plenty of followers. <laughs> Awesome. All right, we guys hope you enjoyed this edition of Fireside Chats. Tune in next week um, for some more awesome shit, man. All right. All right. Thanks. (laughs) Let's do it. (laughs)